Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangas. So today I was joined by Mark Hello once again uh, to preview the North Melbourne versus Melbourne game coming up on Saturday. The hard watch that's going to be North Melbourne versus Melbourne coming up on Saturday. Um, we discussed a few things, um, talked about our, yeah, a fair bit about our list and where that's at at the moment. Possible changes that might happen to our list in the future, mid-season draft. Um, obviously talked a lot about the uh, upcoming game this Saturday. So yeah, plenty to discuss and digress. Um, anyways, I won't hold you up. I'll bring on Mark right now. All right, so I'm joined again uh, by Mark Hello. So Mark... Um, with it being uh, the Sir Doug Nichols round uh, coming up this week, uh, who are some of your favourite uh, Indigenous players that you've watched over the years, whether they be for North Melbourne or even opposition teams? Oh, that's a good question. I um, I straight, I must admit, I straight away think of North players. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, and and when I first, um, when my dad, who, dad who actually played for North in the uh, early early sixties, he got me um, down to the club for the first time to watch training. I think I was about eight or nine, mm. and um, the first player I, I um, hero worshipped was Barry Cable. So he was he was the first number I had in my back. So he's he has to be my number one Aboriginal player. Yeah, um, oh, and an ab- absolute champion footballer he was too. Yeah, I saw yeah, no. I, I saw him in uh, in fact in seventy seven in in the premiership year, the primary yeah. we played Hawthorne in the prelim, and um, he was best on ground. He absolutely one of the few games. Lee Matthews ever got towed up in. No, oh, right. Um, so yeah, I've got a vivid memory of him. And then there's probably for me, there's daylight to the to the Cracker Brothers, who yeah. were just unbelievable players. And that they came to North when we were starting to go downhill. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, a rough patch at that stage. We're sort of all our superstars it, you know, were in decline and, and sort of on the other. We're on the other side of where we'd just come out of. But uh, and they boosted everyone for a few years mm. when they arrived. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah, ma- no, magical good. to watch. Great for the club, yeah. great for the marketing of the club. Every, everything about that was fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so that I, mean, I think many people disagree with that. And then, and then, of course, you know the the, the guys we had in the premiership years of um, Byron Pickett and Winnie Abrahams, and um, even yeah. Adrian McAdam for a while was exciting. It was a, it was short and sweet, but um, yeah, he, he had an unbelievable start to his career. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, I did what he kicked like fifty goals in the first six games or something, something ridiculous like that. Right. Um, yeah, kicked some big bags against. I think it was Collingwood, Victoria Park. I think he kicked ten. I was there um, that day. Yeah, Kerry, Kerry absolutely dominated, and um, and he kicked ten. I don't, yeah, I went with a Collingwood supporter friend of mine actually, in just behind the goals. Anyway, yeah. Kerry kicked another goal, kicked a goal, and he said sarcastically, "Oh, that's right, let him kick another goal." <laughs> Collingwood supporter yeah. headbutted him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Bad old days at Victoria Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. I went there a few times. It's hard to watch when you're when you're a young tacker and uh, oh. there's people um, uh, in front of you that you can't really see. So you, you went tall enough. You, yeah, I, you keep your mouth shut in those days at Victoria Park. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> say a word. Yeah, I didn't even wear a scarf. I was too scared, scared to wear no, a scarf. Then, no, so I just no um, yeah, kept to myself and, yeah, just, uh, yeah, watched, yeah, pretty much... Um, when I first started going, well, I think we were getting uh, smashed. And then, um, yeah, we were regularly getting smashed by uh, Collingwood over there. Then, 
Yeah, we had that uh, 93 game against uh, Collingwood. We won by about 80-odd 80, 80 points. And, that's right. uh, yeah, Adrian McAdam kicked 10 or something like that. So, yeah, yeah I definitely remember him. That was a great day. But um, And then in terms of players from um, other clubs, I mean, that was Lindsay Thomas. So I should finish. I should, I should mention Lindsay yeah, Thomas yes. too. He was, he was another great North Indigenous player. Yeah. Um, and unfairly um, treated, I think, by supporters from other clubs and and stuff. But um, yeah, other play other players from other clubs. Uh, look, the Riolis obviously stand out. Mm. Um, Peter Matera, you know, there's, there's oh, I would have loved to have seen Stephen Michael play um, in the VFL. He was uh, he was great in the state games, and uh, it was great to see him on um, on the front bar a few weeks ago. It was really interesting that interview, but. Yeah. yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's a great round. It's become a fantastic thing in the AFL. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's something. Uh, certainly something we need. And um, yeah, I mean, the most exciting talent in the AFL are pretty much uh, Indigenous players. Like you see, uh, like mm. one player I really like watching now, which I hope it doesn't do too well against us on the weekend, is uh, Cosaya Pickett. Yeah, I really, uh, I really enjoy watching him. Uh, yeah. Very electric. He's a um, We've got the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did enjoy uh, uh, Byron Pickett. Mm. Um, yeah, back uh, 20 odd years ago, he was he was a fantastic player. Uh, very tough, hard at it. You know, yeah, we, we had a very intimidating, intimidating backline um, mm. in those 90s. Like you had him, Glenn Archer, Mick Martin, Pike. You know, like, yeah, Martin Pike as well there for a period of time. So yeah, no, it was um, they definitely were the halcyon days, and uh, obviously Winston Abraham as well. Uh, he was very exciting there for a number of years. Also, he was. Yeah, so, yeah, no, we, we definitely had some good ones. Um, Anyways, we'll move forward. Um, so I want to talk to you about uh, David King and his comments, particularly in the last couple of weeks. Mm. He, um, he's, he's questioned a lot of a lot of things about North um, and about coaches. He's also said that Jack Siebel wouldn't get a game uh, at anywhere else uh, if he was at uh, seventeen other clubs. Uh, what have you made about that? Like, I mean, I, I mean, we're very. He's very passionate. Like, he, he's, he's mm. definitely got a big love for North Melbourne. Um, well, that's sort of saying something like that. Is that uh, trying to get a reaction from Jack, or I'm not so sure what that sort of does. I don't know, and some sometimes I wonder. Um, I'd love to know what his interaction is with people at the club. Yeah, um, I know. You know, we all know he's great friends with Boomer, and Boomer's heavily involved. Um, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not suggesting anything by that, other than to say I'd be surprised if he was completely outside the loop and had no idea with what's going on, and and. I, I, you know, he came out on the Thursday night on 360 and sounded really. He sounded, although he was, it was a bit strange the way he kept on repeating that um, rebuild coaches don't survive. He just was, he was, you know, very adamant about that. That, that you know, and he, he, he proved it with some stats that said there was only a couple, Hinckley and Clarkson, um, and you'd have to name the current Melbourne coach as well. You know is one that's gone through a rebuild, but he, he was basically saying 20 years has only been, you know, a handful at best. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, at the, but at the same time as then saying that, he just said that Noble shouldn't be um, judged on wins. And I agree with him on that. I'm, I don't think any North supporters too obsessed about wins last year or this year. Yeah. Um, he, he was only concerned with percentage and player development uh, and game plan, really. Yeah, those, yeah. those three things. And I thought that was fairly balanced and reasonable. And and then, you know, and he said, look, patient. He kept repeating, you know, North supporters need to be patient. These yeah. are, it's a, you know, it's a process and it's not a fast one and there's a lot of kids. And yeah. now he, so, but he went from that and to, to by Sunday night, basically 
getting stuck into the senior guys, and I, you know, I think that's yeah. reasonable to an extent. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's effort. I don't think that it's not that they're not trying. I just think they're, you know, a few of them are really out of form and struggling yeah. amongst a team that's struggling. But, but, uh, yeah. but he went, yeah. So he then he's attacked Noble again and basically said, if it keeps up, he'll, you know, essentially said he'll go. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a big jump from where he was on the Thursday night, and I was particularly surprised because I thought the effort and I thought the structure, forgetting the scoreboard, but the defensive pressure and the effort and um, the structure to me looked a lot better on the weekend than it had. They certainly a lot better than against Frio. And I thought yeah. the scoreboard this time, you know, in other weeks the scoreboard's probably flattered us. This week I thought it was a bit unfair on us. I thought we, we deserved to be within 30 points in that game. I think if you took away the, you know, the unfortunate start where, you know, we just mucked a few things up and let them get away. I didn't yeah. think we were that bad for the rest of the game. So, to be honest, I thought it was a step forward if you just ignored the scoreboard. So, I, I just yeah. thought I, I, I didn't understand the attack on that on the Sunday night on first crack. I thought he, I thought it didn't. From what he said on Thursday, you know, it did make a lot of sense. Now, I agreed with him about the the great effort of LDU and Young. Um, yeah. Albeit, you know, Young made a couple of clangers that you know hurt him, but his effort and his you know overall, I thought was terrific. So. That yeah. made sense, but the rest of it, yeah, I, I, I don't know what you thought, but I, I thought it was a, it was a strange um, diversion from where he'd sat only a couple of days before. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's what I sort of get mixed messages. Yeah. Like it's not uh, it's not a consistent message. Um, yeah, sort of one day saying I'd be patient and so forth, and then after we cop another heavy loss, and like you said, it was a bit of a it blew out in the last quarter. Our pressure uh, completely dropped off. Yeah. Um, and that, that you can sort of understand that we worked a lot harder than Port Adelaide. We ran to as a collective team. We ran 234 kilometres as opposed to their players 167. Well, there you go. Our pressure rating, yeah, our pressure rating was um, you know quite high. It, it completely dropped off in the last quarter, I think. So, yeah, um, yeah, and that's, that's a great. That's a great stat, um, Dino. That that I had no idea we covered that much ground because to for yeah. a lot a lot of us that's been the frustration. They weren't running and sprinting hard enough, but they. Absolutely, looked like they were, and we turned the ball over in our forward line for the first time this season, and got a few repeat shots on goal. So that's yeah, it's yeah. great to hear that stat. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe uh, Port Adelaide are just uh, working smarter. Um, you can make make what you want of it, but uh, yeah, maybe they're working smarter um, as far as uh, running, Possibly. probably conserving their energy, mm. and maybe we're just trying a bit too hard now. I'm not too sure. So, you know, I mean, there's nothing, I'd rather, you know, the effort be there than Absolutely. Uh, be there, but um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it comes down with experience, and I, I do get uh, what David King is saying, that, um, you know, a senior players have really got to step up, like Aiden Core has been, you know, bitterly disappointing, I think, in the last few weeks in particular. Like, yeah. that, that game, like, I don't, I don't mean to go back to the Fremantle game, but that, getting uh, beaten by a first gamer in that first quarter, it, it really uh, set the tone for the rest of the game. Oh, mate, if we had depth, honestly, if we had serious depth, there would be a strong argument for Jack Siebel, Turner and, and Core all to be not playing this week. Yeah. Um, so, but we're not even close to being in Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's three of your most experienced players you're talking about there. So, that's right. And yeah, like you said, um, like someone like Aiden Core picks himself because we don't have anyone else uh, at the moment. And I was talking to Ricky about it early in the week. He, like he, he's that. pretty much... Yeah, he's pretty much convinced that uh, he's not the he's not going to be your number one or number two defender. He's suited to that third uh, yes. as your third defender, where totally he can score. Totally yeah. agree. He's, a, he's the number three defender. 
they look uh, if the, the form of Turner and Zebel is just that they, they weren't all Australian. They're not. They're not Jack Gunston and Bruce. No, and that's, and that's the problem. They were tough battling players. So yeah. he's looking. He's looking for. A, and then now they're all. You know, certainly in Jack's case, he's getting on, and his body's probably taken a battering. Turner's Turner's never been a skillful, best on ground type player. So the problem is, yeah. it's Wolves doing is exposing the fact we desperately need to find, and they need to do it this year, I think, in the off season, find three or four twenty-five to twenty-nine year olds. Yeah. Um, to come into the club and, and, you know, they don't have to be superstars on a million bucks a year, but we need to find role players and, you know, best 22 Leaders. players. Yeah. Um, they're going to help our kids, you know, yeah. and take some pressure off them. Because at the moment, you know, LDU and Simkin, McDonald, they, they have to carry the camp. Yeah, yeah, no, they're doing a they're doing a pretty good job at yeah. the moment. Um, do you think over the last couple of years we've pretty much we've got rid of too many of those you know, older blokes? Um, Possibly. Now, like someone like Sean Atley. Yeah, look, I think Atley's a probably a good example because as much yeah. as he was, um, he copped it from a lot of the supporters. Right now, if he was at the club, he'd be playing this weekend. I'm tipping. Um, just just for his you know for his his speed and strength. Um, off half back, and he was pretty good defensively. So, but look, there's not many of there's not you know you could certainly man an argument for Atley, I think at the moment. But yeah, there's not, uh, even there's maybe not, a trick them on. Yeah, well, I know um, Kane Corns has been saying that that the North, ridiculous North let him go. To be fa- yeah. to be fair, Jamont didn't want to play. He wanted to play in the midfield, in the centre. Yeah. Doesn't want to play defensive wing anymore. That that was his complaint. So. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if that would have made sense for both parties for him to stay in when there was no future for him playing in the middle, uh, yeah. and he's still relatively young. So um, we'll see how he goes at Port Adelaide. So look, maybe short term, but it's it's more it, to me. It looks more like it, it's taller senior play. Like Core's not standing up, and that leaves Mackay as the only. Um, you've got Mackay and, and Larky who are young. You know, they're under twenty five, both of them. Yeah. So there's just, yeah. you know, and, and Jack's sort of playing in that mid-tall role. So there's, I don't think Jamont's the area of the ground we need experience because we had Greenwood, Anderson, you've got Cunnington there. So we're, mm. we're reasonably well covered there. You know, if, if we were going to do anything in that area, I'd bring a Brayshaw in if they could, of course, if they could get him, it would be a miracle. But um, but other than that, I'd rather see two or three senior key position players come in. Like, I'd love a McStay on the forward line and I'd love a, uh, you know, senior guy, they could get Logue from Frio on the back line. That'd be great as well. That that's the sort yeah, of player I, I feel like we miss at the moment. Yeah, even even I was watching Melbourne Reserves. I seen Tomlinson uh, playing oh, in the VFL for yeah. Melbourne. He'd be a best defender if he was at our club. Absolutely. Oh well, McCulloch. Oh. Well, I'd still probably say. Oh McCulloch. no, look, I'm talking about available. Yeah, like oh, at the yes. moment, like McCulloch's cool. injured, but yeah, yeah. no, he'd be a best defender this week. So bloody oath. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it is what it is at the moment. Jo- look, jo- Josh Walker was never meant to be anything more than a depth player, not yeah. a one or two key defensive player. I mean, I, to be fair to him, it's it's that was ne- he was you know he was he probably thought his career was over when North picked him up. Yeah, um, yeah, I would have been close. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think anyone else was lining up. No, no, they weren't. No, it didn't look like it. So, so and, yeah, it, and he's done a good job for us, but he sh- he really shouldn't be in the side. He should be there if there are injuries, not the other way around. Yeah, I mean, at the moment this week he's going to have a, you know, he's he's going to have a tough matchup. It's either Ben Brown, uh, <laughs> Jackson. Luke Jackson, oh my yeah, god, Luke, 
Luke Jackson or Tom McDonald. Um, so no, probably no. Tom McDonald's well, the, the better matchup for him, but he probably won't play on him. Well, because Tom, McDonald, play- Tom McDonald can play, you know, plays on a wing quite often. He'll run him ragged. Yeah. Um, so, so that won't, and that won't be great. And then, oh, he'll have to play on McDonald. He'll probably have to play on Brown. I mean, yeah. someone, someone on, someone on Twitter suggested that, um, you know, maybe Cherry would have to go back, but I don't think they're going to do that. But it wasn't a bad suggestion just to try something because otherwise it's going to be, you know, you don't know how much ball's going to come in there. But Brown, Brown, McDonald, and Jackson could cause some serious carnage, and then you've got Fritz just floating around ready to pop up with the three yeah. or four goals as well. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll go to the preview uh, soon, yeah, but sorry, um, mate, sorry. yeah, I mean, no, 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 that's all right. Um, but yeah, look, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be uh, tough work. Um, it is. But uh, what what can you do? Uh, we'll move forward from David King and his mm. uh, comments. Um, what did you make of uh, Alistair Clarkson's comments uh, last week? Did you make did you read too much into it? Well, I did read too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I yeah. could hardly go. I could hardly sleep that night. I mean, the 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 thing yeah. is, you, you you start thinking about um, membership. Suddenly jumping to over sixty thousand, you think of massive crowds that would suddenly turn up. You think of sponsors, you think of players mm. coming from other clubs, and you think of his reputation as a tactician, strategist, mm. and his and his four flags. It's hard not to get excited when someone when when he says he'd be interested in coaching North. Um, yeah. The quick the question is, you've got all those things that he brings that I just mentioned, versus um, well, there's a couple of things, but disrupt you know. Alex Neil Bullen on SEN this week talking about how long they asked him how long it takes to embed a new game plan to a rebuilding side, and he said, "Well, it takes two years to learn the game plan properly, and then the third year to train it." Yeah. So I found that really interesting, given we're ten, you know, eight to ten weeks into the uh, into the second year, albeit it was not last weekend was probably the first time I started to see some of the game plan come together a little bit defensively, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that was made interesting. So if you if you let's say Clarkson was available, you'd be you'd be suddenly putting a screaming halt on all that work, and then who knows what he would do when he came in in terms of game plan? He might completely throw it out the window and start again. Yeah, no, so that's it's, right. it, it'd have to be the, the club internally would have to be very sure of, of, of a few things. One, they'd they'd have. Either way, they need to be certain. They need to be absolutely certain that Noble's on the right track. And no matter what happens for the rest of this year, they'll stick with that. So let's say we, we just keep losing by 10 goals for the next seven or eight weeks. Um, mm. you'd, you'd, you'd have to be super confident to keep going through that period and ignore an Alistair Clarkson if he was, you know, half interested. Mm. Um, but at the same at the same side, if they're going to go after Clarkson, they've got to be pretty sure that it's not going to work on the other side. So it's... I don't. I wouldn't envy anyone in that position. But look, if Clarkson was knocking the door saying, "Look, I think I can coach you guys to a premiership," they'd, they'd yeah. have to. They'd have to listen. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, like if GWS don't get him, like he sort of says, "No, look, I'm not interested in a GWS job," and we keep going down the trajectory we're going at the moment. At the end of the year, like um, and Jason on Francis sort of says, "Look, I want to wait a little bit. I want to see where the club's at." It might be a case of look, we're just going to have to throw our chips in at him, and because um, I've got no doubt that club's got half of one eye um, wondering yeah. what he's doing. Like, the, the, I mean, I, I know this, the, the back of Noble, and we got an email from uh, yes. your best mate um, Sonia Hood. Uh, 
uh, today, uh, sort yeah. of saying that uh, she's backing him in. But I mean, there's yeah, you know, there's only so much time. Um, you always well, got to have that one contingency yeah. plan in the back of your mind as well. And yeah, you know, if agree. he sort of says. Yeah, if he sort of says, "Oh, look, I'm, I'm not going to take the GWS job and just going to wait and see what happens," then you'd be crazy not to ask. Look, you know, what are what are your plans? You know, because yeah. he's the hottest free agent coach at the moment. Um, he's got the, you know, he can he can get the, um, you know, the team gelling pretty quick. Yeah, you know, he's got a structure. Yeah, you know, there's a clear vision uh, straight away. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, he brings so much. I mean, in terms yeah. of. The, the marketing value he would bring to the club would be astronomical. Yeah. Um, it just yeah. in terms of membership signups, attracting other players, just there's so many benefits. Yeah, that's right. And the chances that he wouldn't know what he's doing in terms of galvanizing the group and getting a game plan and being able to communicate it effectively and getting their buy in, it's almost impossible to think that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's plenty mm. of reasons to talk to him. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. You know. It, I'm not saying it's. An, but, I, but I think they couldn't really explore it properly unless they were confident, or he was giving them some confidence that he would look at it very, very seriously. Yeah. If he if he yeah. just said, "Yeah, look, you're one of five or six, um, yeah. they they'd be they might be thinking, well, "Do we want to risk this becoming public?" Um, yeah. No, that's right. And causing carnage. They would. They would. He would almost need to pick North as, "I like your list. I'm very keen." Yeah, I which we I sort of take got... you to a flag in three years. I mean, that's basically what would have almost have to happen. Yeah, we sort of got a little bit of inkling about that. He kind of does know a fair bit about our list at the moment. So, well, yeah, I mean, I if mean, you talk, that, yeah. that's a bloody yeah. good. That's a good point, Dean. I mean, I thought I I tried to convince myself the next day. I just you know, I'm, I'm there's no point reading yeah. in, ending into that. And you go, well, why did he mention North, and why did he know a lot about where our players were at, which players had been injured? Had an interrupted pre-season, which senior mm. players they need to fire. I mean, he he looked into it enough to go, hold on. Yeah. Well, why did he bring up North? No one asked him about North. He brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, they they kind of half asked him. Um, oh, about did they? Yeah. And he, yeah, and and he sort of said, yeah, look, um, yeah, I'd yeah, love to yeah. coach North. So, yeah, I mean. He did say he'd love to coach other teams as well. It was almost like a bit of a, you know, sort of putting his hat out, you know, name in the ring again. Obviously, he does want to coach again. Um, I, can tell is, you, yeah. I can tell you one thing, Dan. I know um, Sonia Hood absolutely got bombarded. Yeah, week. i got no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like you're her right-hand man, the way you, you guys are interacting on Twitter. So, yes, yeah, although so. I, I did find it funny that... Um, after I suggested she was off to Canberra to see Clarko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, dismissed that pretty quick. Well, she let it go overnight, and then she probably thought, hold on, someone might, because I haven't dismissed it, maybe like, people think I really am seeing him. Yeah, yeah. So she clarified it the next morning, but um, obviously knew that wasn't what she was doing. But, yeah, yeah it, it, they haven't come out, the club hasn't come out, neither the CEO, the president, or anyone else hasn't come out and absolutely said, David Noe will be coaching us next year. We're going to put that to bed right now. Yeah, yeah. They could do that. They could shut it all down and, and take Clark out of the picture altogether last week if they wanted to. Yeah, so, I, I, you, you can't keep losing by 10 goals every week for the rest of the year and expect uh, there's not going to be a change. I mean, uh, look, at the end of the day, he might get pushed, David Noble, and just think this isn't working and might just resign. Who knows? Because, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a results-based industry. And, mm. yeah, uh, yeah we, we are, you know, 
uncompetitive at the moment. We, we certainly uh, were better against Port last week. Oh, we might as well go uh, straight to the Port game. Well, I'll just uh, I'll just say one thing. Go, I don't want to go backwards on you, mate, but I'll, just to finish on the David King thing, he has yep. said it a million times about percentage, and I think by the end of the yep. year, that that's what's going to have to improve. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's got to go to at least in the 60s at the moment. What are we, low 50s, which is, which is 50s. a sign that, Early yeah, 50s. Yeah, yeah, which is the same uh, pretty much with West Coast um, mm. at, at the moment. But they've, they've obviously had the, you know, um, dramas as well, so with COVID and so Massive forth. dramas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's affected them, whereas we've had a few injuries and, yeah, we, we haven't had the depth to cope with it, uh, to be honest with you, and... Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a bit of a shit show uh, for a number of weeks now. So yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll go back to yeah um, the game last week against yes. Port. Uh, what did you make of that? Um, as I said, you know, touched on yeah, before, you, I, before, I, I was I was jet, you know I was frustrated in the first quarter like anyone would be because I actually didn't think we were playing that badly. But yeah. we still we, the scoreboard hurt. You know, you still went to quarter time. We go, oh no, it's happened again. Well, you know, yeah. we're, we're effectively out of the game at quarter time, although I don't think it reflected the way we're playing. And then I thought we're very competitive for two quarters. I thought LDU did a great job. I thought Zerhar's starting to, again, look, starting to look really dangerous. Um, he was a bit, mm. bit selfish a couple of times, but apart from that, oh, um, yes. he looked good. Yeah. Um, and that, that one you pointed out at the time um, on Twitter, I agree with you. I mean, that, that was terrible that he didn't give that yeah. ball off but look at least he was getting it and, and he was doing getting it in dangerous spots as well so you know without yeah. without um um larky having a huge day was really important he stepped up curtis again showed really good signs you know in terms of that forward line yeah um but outside of that uh i'm trying to think who if there was any i mean luke mcdonald tries his guts out every week yeah, yeah, he does. Um, and I thought Young, I know people say he's make, he made a few mistakes, but he's been, his gut running and his effort cannot be questioned. No, 100%. Um, I thought he was quite good last week. I mean, he's the been problem in the is best two weeks running. Yeah, yeah. The problem is his mistakes get, uh, you know, they, you know, they get uh, focused on a bit too much. He's just one of those players that, uh, you know, similar to Lockie Hanson, can do a yeah. lot of things right. Yeah, and then, yeah. One or two things wrong, and that, that's it. They remember him for that. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I thought he was actually quite good. Um, but I, yeah, other than that, there wasn't there was the effort was there without anyone doing yeah. anything fantastic. Yeah, Jaden Stevenson frustrated me again, and he's he's been dropped this week. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I think Turner, Jack Zebel, Core again struggled. I thought Josh Walker was pretty average. Um, yeah, down back. So there wasn't there, look. There wasn't a lot of players that really stood out doing well. But um, overall, as a team, I thought their defensive efforts were really good. You know, yeah. they were outclassed in the end. And the, the ball, again, came in a bit too easily to some of their... They, I mean, they took a lot of marks in our, in our back, back line, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they had a number of... Um, yeah, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think they had about uh, 20, 20 marks inside 50 or something like that. Yeah, so it was, it was it just a, far was, too many. It was a big number. It was a big number. Yes. But... Um, but look, I, you know, as funny as it sounds, I thought it was a step forward. That versus Frio, we looked disinterested. I thought that was horrific. But um, yeah, I, I really did think. Um, I mean, I, I mentioned at the time that I thought maybe I'm starting to suffer from Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thinking that was a good result, but it, it, it was an improvement. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I noticed uh, the president uh, tweeted back to you about that too. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, just with the Zerha thing, I was mm. look, I was frustrated with him for that um, that he didn't give a handball to you know, a player in a better position. Um, even if that ball goes through for a goal, you know, you know, there's still the wrong option. And yeah. I was I was more frustrated that he stayed on the ground. Like um, I, th- I thought, Noble, like he doesn't have to spray him coming off the ground. He just has to have a chat to him. You know, just talk to him about where his head was at and why he ignored him. You know, you don't have to sort of sit there and yell at him, but um, he <laughs> kept him on the ground. Like what? Well, I don't know if they do anything in the review or or, or what for. You know, but um. I'd rather, yeah, you'd rather talk about it straight after the well, incident. Otherwise, he yeah, might as well sit in the coach's box. I think that's a very fair comment. The only thing you can say is, I, I, I from outside looking in, Cam Zerha looks like a different, different sort of cat. So, mm. who knows? Yeah, the no, way, well. with his the way he's wired, maybe they 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 sort of have to treat him a little bit differently. Uh, he might, you know, with his confidence, and everything. I'm not sure, but you're right. It, it's unusual to see that happen, and they're not. Um, at least have a type a conversation of some kind with him. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a coach and I'm not, so I'm just uh, the armchair expert. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll move forward. Uh, we've just had the teams come through about an hour or so ago. Uh, in comes Hugh Greenwood, Jason Lord Francis, Simpkin, and Tristan Sherry. He's made a quick recovery from his foot um, problem. Uh, out of the team, Artu Bosnavalagi. Jaden Stevenson, Callan Coleman Jones, all omitted. Jack Marnie injured, probably would have been dropped anyway. And Charlie Lazaro, who's a medical sub, didn't get on anyway. So uh, I suppose um, Jaden Stevenson's the biggest one to be mm. dropped. Um, Second time. Are you, are you surprised by that? Uh, only a little bit. Um, yeah. In that he just seems to pick and choose when he's when he's going to be interested in the game. I mean, it looked. Yeah. It, that might be unfair, but it looks that way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought the club... all, he's got all Australian talent, and it's just yeah. it's it's just that West. Uh, he, he shows flashes of it. He shows flashes of what he did. The only the game he put it all together was against West Coast last year, and yeah. he looks like he could do that whenever he wants. It's it's just yeah. it's it's never that simple, of course. But no. um, you know, I, I just I've certainly I haven't given up up on him by a long shot. I've I just hope that the penny drops and um, he finds the answers to be able to be a consistent player. He's still young, still very young, so there's plenty of time. But um, they must be getting a little bit frustrated. Well, they wouldn't be dropped otherwise, because even if he was off halfback flank instead of Turner, yeah, you know, he's so damaging with both his with the ball in hand and his speed that it's it's a waste yeah. to not have him in the seniors. It really is, especially when we've got so many players out. So you know they're yeah. very frustrated if he's out. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I wasn't surprised. Like, I was a little surprised that you get dropped, but uh, yeah, you can't be overly surprised just based on last week. Um, you got a good opportunity last week too. It was put in the middle of the ground. Yeah, you know, this is the this is the game for him that he could get. You know, thirty odd touches. Absolutely. And just a couple, you know, lapses in. You know, especially with defensive effort. There was that uh, goal. I think it was the last quarter where uh, Luke McDonald remonstrated with him that he wasn't working hard enough to get back. On his player, and mm. yeah, he just turned his back. Basically, didn't listen to him, didn't want to hear it. So yeah, which is which is quite disappointing because Luke McDonald is the leader of the club, so at least acknowledge that you made a mistake. And um, yeah, mm. he's, I mean, at the end of the day, how, how much more? Like I said this a couple of weeks ago, but we can't keep using the you know, maturity as an excuse. He's a young man now; he's twenty three years old, and with a young team, he's got to be one of the leaders, really, doesn't he? Well, uh, absolutely. I mean, they they'll. Um... 
Well, you just look at the difference in performance when we had all those midfielders out between LDU and him. Yeah. Uh, in terms of mature, mm. maturity, effort, um, you know, going hard all game, running hard defensively. I mean, in a way, it was LDU's best game for the club because if he hadn't played well, we could have got absolutely yeah. slaughtered. Yeah, um, yeah, 100%. And, he really stepped up. And I, yeah, that's right. And I thought Stevenson would do the same. I really did. I thought I thought he was terrible against Frio, again, with those F defensive efforts. And I yeah. thought with the players out, here's his chance to really, you know, to show that he means business. And he just, again, it was, a lot of it was disinterest. And that's the only mm. way you can describe it with him. Um, and yeah, they, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that with Luke McDonald, but that's appalling. I mean, he, he had to, if that, if that took place, he had to be dropped for that alone almost. Yeah. Um, well, there's... Um... It was well, the ball was tracking back. Um, I think uh, it was a downfield free kick, I think, but Aiden Core dropped Mark anyway. And yeah, he was, he was about 10, 15 metres off his uh, direct opponent. I can't remember who it was. He ended up kicking a goal for Port. Yeah. But um, yeah, when, you, when you're defending, you've got to pay a bit more respect and not hope that uh, we can get a turnover. We're not, um, we're not that good at the moment. We've, we've got to be more defensive minded at the moment. Oh, yeah. And, um, he's, what, uh, yeah, he's. What, I feel surprised they haven't ever tried to let him go back to being a precious small forward. Yeah, I thought that, that would have been an opportunity for him. Uh, he did play one quarter there a few weeks ago. It was when Stevenson... Oh, it might have been his free mail. Or right. it might have been a week before. I can't remember exactly. Um, and, yeah, that, that was his... That, that's why he was drafted at Collingwood and, and so forth. Because that's, it's not really working for him in the back line at the moment. He's not... He's not giving us any drive or rebounds. Like he didn't get a touch till the third quarter, and you know, one on one, he's not uh, he's not showing enough either. So no, yeah, yeah, I'm a bit confused. Um, you uh, know, if, I, if a... I was him, I'd be begging to go back and playing on the forward line, the VFL, for a bit to show that he's got. Because if he doesn't, I don't think he's there next year. So uh, no, I don't. I agree. So I, I, if I was him, I'd be going. Well, it's not hasn't worked. Give me a chance to to go forward and do what I you know comes naturally. Yeah, I mean, he's had plenty of opportunities too. He's had five or six weeks in a row at it and just hasn't taken it. Um, and yeah, for whatever reason that is, yeah, he's, um, yeah, at the end of the day, he's, uh, they've, they've got to look at other things for him, whether it's on a wing or a half forward flank, like you said, is that pressuring forward? Uh, yeah, it might be better for him, you know, because at the moment we're, we're really lacking in that area. Um, we don't have one. Um, I, I don't even know who we are. Oh, but like this week, I don't even know who our crumbing forwards are. We've pretty much well, Curtis is it. It's just Curtis. Yeah, and that puts a lot of pressure on the fourth game, or, or third oh, game. Ac- actually, Jed Anderson might help out in the forward line this week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's an interesting one because you know he might have to play midfield. <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, they've got that, with Green body. with Greenwood, Simkin, and um, Jason Horn Francis back. That probably pushes Anderson a bit more forward. I would have thought. Yeah, you'd have to think so, wouldn't you? Um, whether they want to play Horn Francis even a bit more forward, yeah. we've got to start protecting him a bit more. Like it's just too much of an eighteen-year-old kid to throw him in the midfield, especially against the big bodies. I'm afraid he's going to get hurt. Um, I know he's a big body himself, but mm. I don't know what. Yeah, he's playing too much midfield, and he's got to play a bit more forward. Oh, I agree. The, the, yeah. the, the problem with the forward line is I just feel like we then this week we're going to be back to it again with Goldie and Cherry playing forward. With Jack Zebel yeah. and Larky, we're just it's 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 if it's not the slowest forward line in the AFL, it must be damn close. <laughs> That's probably the flop slowest forward line in the history of the AFL. Oh, I, I would say it's right up there. It's just so yeah. you've got the only player with any speed on our forward line is Curtis. 
and the poor kid's yeah. like seventy kilos, you know, eighteen year old. Yeah, um, that's that's too much on him. Um, that's right. I mean, yeah. at some point, it's that structure. He's so stubborn with that structure. It's I, I don't think Jack's, you know, long term certainly uh, we can't. Jack's slow. Larky yeah. works very hard, but he's not quick. He works super hard up and yeah, down, no does. doubt about it. Yeah. And you, then you've got Goldie and Cherry loping around down there. If the ball hits the ground, it's just gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, no, 100%. You reckon Jack Siebel goes back this week? I think he might have. I think he – I hope so. I really do. I, 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 it just – again, it's just one too many slow players on our forward line. And I, he's too – he's getting on a bit now. So he hasn't, he hasn't got the leap to get up in the air as much as he used to be able to do five or six years ago. Yeah. Um, when he used to be, you know, super dangerous forward. But – um. Yeah, I, I think they should try and back this week. I mean, Addo's out of the side, so maybe that's the plan. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> no, not I want to make our back line slow either. But um, yeah, I, I just it just to me it's not working. It makes it so hard to keep the ball in there. Um, yeah, without uh, at some point, I want to see Combinator and Spicer in that forward line. Yeah, I'm not too Spicer, sure. I mean, Spicer, they haven't we haven't been able to have a look at because of his hamstring, but. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully the blessing that his hamstrings is, is built himself up a bit and he's a bit stronger now. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, um, because he's been out pretty much all year, I think. Yeah, like, I haven't seen him play a game, so no, he's played a game, not a game. Yeah, so it's obviously a long-term injury. We've had a few hamstring issues. We had Jai Simpkin, Jason, and Francis uh, last week miss through soreness yeah. in the hamstring. Yeah. And, um, yeah, hopefully, yeah. I mean. Look, well, I don't know. you have to you have to assume the strength, the new strength and conditioning stuff. They've changed a lot of things, and it's probably, you know, got yeah. some bedding in issues that it, that makes made things difficult this year. That hopefully won't, you know, will, will bear fruit next year. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, and Callum Colin Jones uh, omitted once again. What do you make of uh, him going out? Uh, <sighs> I mean, obviously Christian Cherry's come back. Um, did you yeah. want to rush him back or? I would no. I would have given Calum Common Jones one more week and just given um, X a, a week in the VFL just to get him. You know, he's. Well, they don't play this week the VFL. So. Oh, don't they? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't play all three of them, so. No, you certainly can't. Play. God, no! Don't do that again. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you want to play two of them in the back line or something to make that. Well, that, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I actually thought they might play. Um, they might play X or Calum Common Jones in the back line this week just. On Brown, I mean Brown. You surely could keep up with Brown. Um, <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and then have the height to to go with him in the air. So whereas yeah. Josh Walker's going to, you know, he can't jump over a tin can these days. So he's he's going to struggle with Brown. You know, they're both about the same speed. So yeah, Brown yeah. will get him on the lead, and then with that reach of his, it's going to be hard yeah. for him to stop him. So yeah, um, no. I'm not too sure how they're going to plan it because I think they'll try and get Goldstein to drop back, but um, yeah, Max yeah. Gorn will be be onto that, and oh, yeah, he'll he'll make him accountable. So you know, yeah, it's I, going I to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think we're going to try. Look, yeah, we're just going to have to match them intensity wise, or better than them intensity wise, and try and at least put them under the ball carrier under pressure because oh, it's going to be very hard for our forward line and back line. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, is that it, how you want to see us uh, tackle Melbourne this week? Try and, you know, obviously try and get him in a contest, force stoppages, make it a bit of a scrap fest. Do you reckon yeah, that's the best way to? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would. They, they love it if you try and put the ball through the middle of the ground as well. So I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I think that's suicide for us this week. I think 
we're going to have to play a bit more defensively. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's an argument to, to, to say go do what Hawthorne did, which is just go out all that attack, and that actually did work. Um, yeah. But that they are very hard running side Hawthorne, and I don't know if that'll suit us as well. I'd play Young on Langdon because he's, he's the only one who'll be able to run with him. Um, yeah. Again, it's a sort of pity about Stevenson because if he was in any sort of form, that would have been a potential matchup because he could hurt Langdon going the other way. Um, yeah. But that's not going to happen. So maybe Young can play a defensive role on him. Um, yeah, but, um, or maybe even Clint Perez. Maybe he could just yeah. play on him. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Just, just learn a bit uh, from a yeah. I think Ricky mentioned the other day. Just learn a bit uh, from yeah. You know, one of the best wingmen in the competition, especially if he wants to be a wingman. That's uh, you know you can learn about um, you know running patterns and how hard he actually works during Look, a game. Noble might decide that he, you know he's not going to he doesn't he's not too bothered about the, the scoreboard. He's, he wants us to play the way we he want you know whatever our game plan is. Stick with what that is and um, just keep trying you know trying to work it but it, it, it could be a dangerous blow i mean it's on marvel so hard you know it's a hard and fast track yeah yeah so that's right. there's not much margin for error for us so yeah we just yeah I, I look as long as the intensity is there you know as, as much as last week in the effort defensive pressure is really strong then hopefully we've got a chance to minimize the damage yeah, yeah. I think um, if anyone wants to read uh, Ricky's article on the shinbone.com, he sort of broke down uh, ways that you can get past Melbourne, not so much beat them, but make it a bit more competitive because, mm-hmm. he, you know, even getting forcing uh, stoppages and get more players in the in, in the stoppages, instead of having four on four, make it eight on eight, yep. you know, like, um, or, or just get a couple extra players and force another stoppage by going along down the boundary line and, well, and so I'd, forth. I'd like them to play like that this week. I'm not sure if they will, but I, I would be doing that this week. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, if they make it, if we make it an open game, we, it might be, you know, it's going to be a cricket score, I think. Um, Especially with know, their, their back line, love that. No, that's right. Yeah, Stephen May just, um, yeah, he'll just pick it off uh, like anything and yeah, get a lot of easy possessions um, and a number of others back there. So... Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough work. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we, we don't want to make it hard work for Larky and Zerha, but um, you no. know, yeah. What, what can you do? Like, if, you know, we we don't want to leak goals, and yeah, um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge. Can you can is there um have we got any chance of being competitive this week? You reckon? Uh, well, I've noticed if you if you're a gambling man, where uh, it's seventy points at the line or something to that effect. Yeah, oh look, and that's probably being generous. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't be. I won't be jumping at that. I can tell you now. So no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Look, I, if if we're within ten goals, I'll be. I think that's a pretty reason, fair result. That'd be a, yeah. probably see that as a win. Um, yeah, look, given yeah. you know, given where they are in their development, well, development, they're way past development. Well. <laughs> um, I think so. They're uh, you know, they're as good a side as I've seen the last decade. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, they've got no weak. They've got absolutely no weakness. They're unbelievably powerful. Their midfield is ridiculous. Um, mm. The two best ruckmen in the comp, pretty much. Um, yeah. they've, they've got a great forward line. The, the, the defense is impenetrable. I mean, there's not there's not much you can criticize about them. So, yeah. you know, when you've got people like Brayshaw being forced into the back flank because just you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and we're virtually us with with you know, virtually no one over twenty five apart from Luke McDonald and um, and Core in the side. So it's, it makes it pretty hard. So look, if, if we if we would get within ten goals, I'd be wrapped. I think that'd be a great result. 
Yeah. I mean, it depends how they want to approach it too. They might just want to take it, you know, they're probably thinking long-term, look, we don't want to get injuries out of this game. Maybe they try a few different things and put Petrarca um, more in the forward line or Clayton Oliver give him spells in the forward line. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, the result's going to be the result at the end of the day. So they might, um, you know, it might be on them how much they want to, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I doubt if they're, yeah, I doubt if they're, it'll be one of the games that's a bit harder for them to get themselves up for, I would have thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you'd think so. It's, um, yeah, well, like some days we can't get ourselves up for work half the time. So, exactly. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the West Coast game is a good example. West Coast busted their guts, you know, they tried their heart out, um, yeah. and they still lost by 12 goals. So, it's going to be like that, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, but with the la- the worst thing that could happen to us is to, to turn up there and look disinterested ourselves. That would be catastrophic. Yeah, I mean, um, it can happen, I suppose. Like, so you don't know what goes on through, you know, the human psyche. I mean, the the ends are pretty good. Um, yes. Which we kind of need this week. You know, Hugh Greenwood, uh, Horn Francis, Simpkin. Um, they're all bigger bodies. Um, yes. I just want to be Francis that I don't want to play too much midfield, but Simpkin and Greenwood are good uh, in that regard. Horn Francis is a class act anyway, wherever he plays. And, yeah, Tristan Cherry's a big body um, who's been pretty good this year. So, hopefully, yeah, uh, right. yeah, I mean, hopefully that helps a bit. And, yeah, it just gives us options rather than um, yeah, exactly. the 22 picking themselves. 100%. And they'll be they'll be competitive in the midfield. I'm reasonably confident about that in terms of, you know, contests. At, at the contests and stoppages, there's no reason. So Ricky's point's a good one about that. Um, yeah. I hope they go that way. I think I think that's a, their best bet. You know, they can't have an open, fast, open-running game at, at Marvel. It could be disastrous. <laughs> um, oh, look, it's probably going to be disastrous anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. Well, anyways, Ricky, I'll finish. Oh, Ricky. Uh, Mark, I'll You're finish right. with you. Uh, final prediction. What What do you think uh, the margin will be? I'll I'll be positive and say we'll lose by fifty nine points. Yeah, oh, look, that's that's been uh, very optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I hate to be negative, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'm a bit of a realist uh, as far as uh, this week goes. Yeah, I think uh, it could uh, very well be triple figure score. So yeah, yeah we'll, uh, I wouldn't be we'll, shocked. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, who we got next week? Um, Saints. Yeah, okay. Saints. Yeah, Jesus. The games don't get any easier, do no, they? No, and then we've got um, then we then we're going to Darwin to play um, Gold Coast. Yeah, well, they're, they're flying at the moment too. So yeah, <laughs> we're seeing no, to find things when we're in form. Well, um, just, I think the buyers are friend at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's still a few weeks ago, and, and the mid-season draft is as well. So yes. <laughs> that's, uh, oh, that's, that's just before, before you go. What are you hoping to see in the mid-season draft? Um, I was talking to Ricky about this the other day. Look, I don't think it's going to be the make or break, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if they go at Marty Hall type, mm. um, whether they get a 25, 26-year-old um, that can help out straight away or whether they get another development player, um, like a 19-year-old, 20-year-old um, player that can come straight, you know, that can probably take his time, like a Jacob Edwards type. Um, yeah. Look, yeah, I mean, I'd rather, you know, I don't mind getting a, a senior pro. Like I, I've liked uh, Marty Hall in our reserves team. Um, he, oh, well, whoever, whoever they get, they 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 need to be sure they want to be pretty sure he's going to be there for two or three years. Like, yeah, the Charlie Ham thing last year that that was a pretty bad stuff up. Uh, yeah, oh look, I've got for the kid. Um, yeah, he only played like three or four games. He didn't look too bad. Like, well, that's what I that's, that's that's what I mean. It's not his fault. It's just like if if yeah. if you're going to pick him, you can't let go of him at the end of the year. 
<laughs> not after three games. I don't no, know what they've well, seen him thinking, oh, no, he's not good enough. Otherwise, why didn't you get Jackson Callow? He's you know, played senior footies at 195 centimetres for Hawthorne this year. So, yeah. You know, when we're so short of key position players, it just makes no sense. So anyway, that uh, and I'm yeah. sure they know better, but that was that was odd to me. I, I just I don't mind who they get, or, or even you know, if if as long as they are very confident about it, you know whether it's a yeah. giant Newcomb type, not necessarily that type of player. We don't need a midfielder. Um, <laughs> there's yeah. an elite, there's an elite kicking um, running halfback. Apparently, it's very good. Yeah, is that Ambrose? I think yeah, it's Ambrose. I think it is, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, apparently. He's, he's exceptional. Now, if they think he's going to be the answer off halfback, we'll get him. Yeah. You know, or one of our answers off halfback. Um, yeah. And you know, hopefully Gota will get a game soon. I'm looking forward to that happening. But I just yeah. I just don't don't get someone to plug in to plug in for the next six months. It's got to be someone who's going to be part of the next two or three years at least. No, you don't. yeah. I mean, and like, yeah, give him a chance. Not like a Charlie Ham. Just uh, we'll, we'll give up on his kids. So yeah, I, I found that um, I found that a bit bizarre actually. But um, it was yeah, got the, yeah, that was a hey, bit strange. I got one more question for you. So Ash, I heard Ashcroft being interviewed on three hundred and sixty yesterday. Yeah, and it, it's quite clear that he's waiting till the end of the season to decide whether he nominates. And he said the reason he's waiting till the end of the year is that his family's based in Melbourne. Yeah. So, right. That suggests if North come last, there's a possibility he may not nominate for Brisbane Lions because it would, if North wanted him, if they told him that they wanted him, he'd be able yeah. to stay in Melbourne. So in that situation, would you take him being best available? If, if let's say, if, assuming he is best available, regardless yeah. of the fact he's a Lockie Neal type midfielder, yeah, um, or do you go needs based and split the number one pick, for example, and? Get a key position player and, and and someone else. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. Like, yeah, we do have depth in the midfield, but um, yeah, I mean, it gives us more options. Like, mm. I mean, if you're going to have a Lockie Neal, then you've got Jason Old Francis, which is your, you know, Patrick Dangerfield for the future, and you know, a similar sort of player. Um, and then you got you know, Taron Thomas. I believe in strength in numbers, and you can always find um, holes, and and some players just aren't going to work out. That's um, right. Yeah, so I think at this stage we kind of need to go best available. And if he's the best available, then, um, yeah, you've yeah. got to go with that. And then I, we can I, work. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if there's, a, if there's a midfielder that you go, okay, he's head and shoulders above, yeah. then it's it's pretty hard to say no, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. And then we've got uh, Cooper Cooper Harvey at the end of the yes. year. We, we've only got pick, what, let's, let's say we've got pick one. We've got pick one and then the next pick after that, so I think in the 50s or 60s. We've got three or four there, so which we're going to use. Well, it depends, if, Harvey. it depends if Goldie goes. Because yeah, Goldie, which Goldie you'd have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's it's an, it's going to be an interesting deliver. Um, it is. Yeah, at the end of the year, like, uh, you'd have to think he, he does go. I don't think they'll be offering him a new contract. To be honest with you, um, especially you know, getting Colin Colin Jones, you you want to give him that opportunity. And you know, give him that and dangle that carrot in front of him that he's got uh, yeah, a free rein in it rather than that's you know, right. Um, yeah, having someone in his place. And at the end of the day, keeping Todd Goldstein for another year, I don't know what that's going to do. It's just going to hinder the development of Callum Colin Jones. And no, I agree. You know, yeah, so uh, at the end of the day, Goldie will want a two year contract anyway. Um, and that, yeah. there's no way we're going to be offering a two year contract to him, it's not going to happen. No, I don't know. I don't know if anyone would, to be honest with you. He's 34. 
I mean, we um, we went, well, we did. We gave Jack two when we wanted to give him one, and I'm 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 I reckon they might be wondering about that at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. I think he's a champion of the club. I'm not criticising him from that perspective, but I'm just talking about, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you get to a certain age, you can't. Sometimes that's what happens. You just fall off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. With um, Todd Goldstein, he's he doesn't have that athleticism. He doesn't um, he doesn't win the hitouts like he used to. No, like he's kind of lost that a little bit. Um, I think someone like Geelong, who is still, you know. Uh, He'll yeah. get a try for yeah, or maybe yeah. I'm not so Bulldogs, sure. Bulldogs, maybe the Bulldogs to help Tim English. Well, they got um, they got that street and oh, yeah. Tim English who are re-signed, so they've probably got enough options. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so I'm not yeah, I'm not too sure who else to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Oh, St Kilda possibly. Yeah, well, if Ryder retires, Paddy, yeah, maybe oh, gee, he can't go much longer. Paddy Ryder, I keep thinking that every year, and he go keeps going another year. Yeah, well, he's the same age as um, Goldstein, so yeah, he's a genius. Tap Ruckman, Petty Ryder, but um, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I think you're right, though. But it comes down to the fact they've got um, they've got a kid in the in the VFL they want to develop, and then yeah, Edwards, got, yeah, you got Edwards, and they've got Callum Cumberland Jones and Jerry. They can't yeah. keep they can't have Callum Cumberland Jones playing the VFL all next year. It'd be a ridiculous situation. Um, <laughs> well, playing big money too, so. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to develop unless he's playing the seniors, and he hasn't played much senior footy yet. So um, no. he, he's he's shown enough to me that I think he'll be a good player. Yeah, there's something there. Needs, yeah, he just needs games. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's more of a forward. I like him as a forward. Um, well, that that's yeah. why I'm disappointed he's been dropped because, it, to me, yeah. at least I feel if if you've got Goldstein in the ruck for seventy percent of the time, at least Calum Jones, you feel like is going to be effective as a forward, whereas. Now I feel like both Goldie and X are going to struggle whenever they go forward. So it's yeah, we've got two specialist ruckmen playing in the seniors, both of which you know are average when it goes forward and they're slow. So anyway, yeah. it is what it is. No, it is. Um, and yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, we, we can't uh, do much about it. Um, we can only play what's uh, available and what's in front of us, and we're we're not privy to those that inside That's information. So right. yeah, they've obviously um, yeah. Well, I guess the club's got um, different vision to some supporters, I suppose, and yeah, that, that, that's fair enough. Well, um, look, at the, the bottom line is the club. The club's closer to where things are at and where they they would see things that we can't see in terms of how far away they are, and and they've seen things at training we don't. So there'd be so many, um, there'd be so much stuff when you're doing something full time versus you know us looking at it from the outside in. But yeah, at the end of the day, there's still stats that show that you know, which you've pointed out previously the week before about where we are year on year and the percentage is still where it is so long as it, yeah. we just need to see something in the next 10 weeks i guess yeah yeah 100 percent. so and i just found out that uh, it's ben brown's 150th game this week yes so. it is it is yeah so you, you want to put in a yeah a pretty good performance i, I assume so rub our nose yeah. isn't it <laughs> he's playing he's playing against a club that didn't want him so yeah it's, it's mm. going to be um it's going to be uh, tough work, I think. Yeah, he, he, might, he might wear his med- premiership medallion onto the ground as well. Oh, well, he might as well. He might as well take a piss, <laughs> honest, to be honest. So, yeah, no, we'll uh, see how we go. Uh, anyways, Mark, uh, did you want to add anything else? No, no, just thank you for having me, mate. Always fun. No, no dramas at all. Thanks for coming on, Mark. Appreciate it. So once again, thanks to Mark for coming on the show. Like I said at the start, yeah, there was plenty to discuss and we definitely uh, covered a lot of areas. 
Anyways, uh, that's it uh, for this show. Um, I will be back uh, probably next Monday, I'd say, to do a, um, a review of our performance against Melbourne. Hopefully a half-decent performance. Uh, like I said, I mean, you know, I'm, I try and be positive, but uh, you've got to be a realist at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, this could get uh, really ugly. And it could get really ugly pretty quickly. So, yeah, we'll, um, we'll see how we go. Anyway, you never know. I mean, yeah, anything can happen, I guess, in a game of football. Uh, don't forget, like, subscribe, um, retweets, uh, it all helps out the show. Uh, it's definitely going out, uh, getting out there to more people, so which I really appreciate. And that's all uh, due to you lovely listeners uh, getting the show out there. So that's it. Um, I've got nothing else to say. I've talked long enough. Me and Mark almost talked an hour. So that's it. So I will leave a shout out to Robin Nahas. Bye for now.